Welcome to Biospeak, the podcast for your biology starter pack. I'm your host, Luba, and together we will take a look behind the curtain of life. Let's get started. Hello, future biologists. If you have yet to join our biology voyage, hit that subscribe button and never miss out on an astounding episode. Be a biology superhero by sharing the joy of Biospeak with your friends, family and classmates. We are also all ears for your feedback and topic suggestions. So reach out to us at biospeakcast at gmail.com. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Last time we discovered different vesicles and their tasks. Today we are delving deep into the creation and fusion of vesicles, along with their protein pals guiding the whole show. Imagine this, a soon-to-be vesicle has its own entourage of proteins, each pulling off crucial tasks like capturing the correct cargo, forming the vesicle, maintaining its shape and connecting and fusing with the target. We will focus on how vesicles form during endocytosis and for retrograde and enterograde transport between the endoplasmic reticulum and the Golgi apparatus. Let's start with the formation or budding of a vesicle during endocytosis. Endocytosis is like the cell's way of inviting things inside. Vesicles form from double-layered membranes like the plasma membrane or organelle membranes with cargo receptors embedded. These receptors are picky, selecting only specific cargo. When the perfect match happens, it triggers a cascade of reactions. The first being attracting a new protein into the game. Enter adaptin. Adaptin is the mediator between cargo receptors and the next protein player, clathrin. Clathrin then forms a cage-like structure, creating a bulge, the clathrin-coated pit. With more clathrin proteins joining, the pull becomes stronger and the pit morphs into a sphere. But hold up, this spherical vesicle still has a stalk connected to the membrane. Time for dynamin to step in. Dynamin wraps around the stalk, pinches it off and voila, the clathrin coated spherical vesicle is ready for action. And by the way, Dynamin is a G-protein and gets its energy from GTP hydrolysis, making this process a real energy hustle. Before the vesicle gets moving, the clathrin coat peels away, leaving a naked vesicle. Then, this naked vesicle hitchhikes on the cytoskeleton pulled by motor proteins until it reaches the target spot where it fuses with the membrane. But before we get to that part, let's take a look at the retrograde and enterograde transport first. They are transports between the endoplasmic reticulum, or ER for short, and the Golgi apparatus and have both their own VIP proteins, COP1 and COP2. Well, they're actually protein complexes. These proteins play a crucial role in vesicle formation, each with their own unique responsibilities. We start with the enterograde transport, from the ER to the Golgi. Embedded in the ER's membrane is a GEF protein called SEC12. SEC12 activates the next protein in the cascade, called ZAR1, which kicks off COP2 code assembly on the cytosolic side of the ER. This code is like a multi-layered superhero costume, securing cargo before releasing the vesicle towards the Golgi. The assembly includes subunit proteins of COP2 binding to SAR1 and forming a cage-like structure, much as clathrin. First two players in the assembly game are SEC23 and SEC24. 
they associate with the cargo and form the first coating layer. For the second and final layer, SEC 13 and SEC 31 join in and the cup tube coated vesicle is sent on its way to Golgi. For the return trip by a retrograde transport, the KDEL sequence is activated by the KDEL receptors. Together, they recruit the proteins SEC7 and ARF1, leading the way for COP1 assembly. In retrograde transport, SEC7 activates the next protein in line, ARF1, which then binds the COP1 subunits. It is like a protein Power Ranger squad forming the ultimate COP1 code. The individual rangers or subunits for the CUP1 code are SEC22, Z5 and BOSS1. Get ready for the Megazord. In both CUP1 and CUP2, the code is later removed by hydrolysis and APH change. Okay, that was a huge chunk of information and names. However, our journey does not end here. We will uncover the tethering and fusion of vesicles with their target. It is time to spotlight RAB GTPAs, RAB effectors and snare proteins. RAB proteins on the vesicle and RAB effectors on the target membrane help dock the vesicle, while snare proteins both on the vesicle and target membrane merge and pull the vesicle closer for fusion. It is a spectacular protein dance, culminating in the release of cargo. And just as the cargo finally arrived at its destination, we arrived at the end of this episode. We are thrilled to share this chunk of biological goodness with you. Did we unlock the mystery of biology or leave you with more questions? Share your thoughts with us at biospeakcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to embark on our next Biospeak adventure with you and delve deeper into the wonders of life. <music>